This week, I get my tarot cards read in the psychic capital of the world. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips, and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. How you doing? I'm awesome. Had a good weekend. We, nice long weekend. We did. Happy um, Labor Day. Labor Day weekend, everybody. <laughs> is that something you say happy to? Happy Labor Day. Labor Day is not, you know. I mean, it's not like Memorial Day. It's not day. Memorial Day, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's you just know, a, a happy Memorial Day is always take, one of those weird, weird things to say. Happy yeah, Labor you Day. You know, yeah. I think that's okay. Um, yeah, so we went to Epcot today. We are kind of in the winding down stages of our season passes to Disney World. Wow, Probably wow, wow. not going to renew them this year just because things are kind of weird weird right now. And um, we're going to let everything kind of shake out a little bit and then maybe re-explore which uh, Florida park we're going to get a pass for next time. We're Plus, leaving. there's not going to be anything really new at Disney for a little while, I don't think. I mean, we, we got to ride, you know, we talked about last week that we did run a railway, runaway railway and, and, you know, I think a few of the newer things that are supposed to be opening are kind of delayed because of all the, COVID they're going to wait till everything's back to normal to kind of re re uh, yeah. so, have a big splash when they reopen things. But I'm actually kind of really kind of digging the idea because I don't want to always spend all our weekends at one place. No, I know. And this gives us a chance to kind of explore more of Florida and yes. more parks and more things and kind of Which I did not some be of that such th- a... I did some of that this weekend. You did. So Shannon went to Casadega, Florida this uh, this weekend. I did. Which is, um, I love my capitals of the world, especially when they're Florida related, which is considered the psychic capital of the world. Yes. It's a place where all the psychics and mediums and mystics and... I saw a t-shirt. Crystal ball people. I saw a t-shirt while I was there. That said, Casadega is where Mayberry meets the Twilight Zone. Ah, I like that. That's kind of <laughs> cool. So we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show. I'm actually really excited to hear about this because you got home on Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening-ish. Yeah. And you stayed at um, New Smyrna Beach, right? I did. The shark attack capital of the world. I did. I stayed at a couple of capitals of the world. And then you went to Casadega, <laughs> and I didn't go on this trip. It was kind of like a girls' weekend with you guys, and uh, we didn't talk about this yet. I just kind nope. of briefly mentioned how was your trip to Casadega. Yep. No, nope, I didn't uh, tell you everything. Meeting the psychics, and um, we just said let's say it for the podcast. So everything you talk about in the second half of the show about Casadega will be new. Will to be everyone. the first time I'm hearing it too. So I'm uh, pretty stoked about hearing this. Yeah. Um, as you said. Um, yeah, we went to Epcot today. Last weekend, we went, or middle of the week, we kind of uh, took a day off and we were headed out to Hollywood Studios because we wanted to hit it on a weekday. Things are slow right now. Anyway, we went on a weekday. Very, very slow lines. The place was... Didn't seem slow today. Very, very Epcot. non-busy. Epcot was actually fairly crowded. And the thing is, they're not offering, they're not letting people come in at full capacity. Right. It. Epcot almost it almost felt, felt it felt full capacity almost. It today. almost felt like business as usual. To be honest, yeah. all the li- lines were fairly long. Yeah, I mean, Journey to Imagination at one point was Imagination. Like 30, Imagination at one point was thirty minutes. It's never that long. Never. I mean, because everything's Even at running at full at, capacity. Is well, never that long. The rides are running at a half half capacity. They don't want to crowd people in. So right. Um, we went on a couple of things, and then we uh, we split because of the rain. It poured it rain, and it, pouring, it didn't yeah. seem like it was going to let up. It wasn't one of those Florida showers that kind of comes and goes. I will say, though, that I tried something new, because it's actually food and wine right now. It is. It's weird food and wine. It's like yeah. food and wine that's not really... You didn't get to food and wine, actually, until you got to the countries. Like, there was... like it I, That I saw, anyway, there was no future world food and wine, which is... Typically, there is a future world. Well, future aspect. world is very much under construction right now, too. Yeah, There's that's b- true. There's boards up and fences up everywhere yeah building new stuff but we went um 
our daughter and I went over to Japan because we love the teriyaki chicken buns that they have there. And they, if you've never had them, I highly recommend it. They're like a sweet teriyaki and a sweet bread bun. Yeah, you guys love those things. They're so good. Um, if you ever saw the, the, a Disney short bow, which is about a, a little, it's a, it's about a boy that goes off to like college and his mother dealing with like separate, like um, what's it called? Like empty nest syndrome, yeah. but it's all like, the babe, the boy is like a bun, like it's, a it's a, a little, bun. It's a symbol, it's symbolic. Yeah, but it's 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 cute in a way. It's kind of weird too, you know. But because like at some point, I think like she eats her son or something. The little she? little kids don't get it. They're like, "What is going yeah, on?" Yeah, it's here? weird. Um, but anyway, it was another one of those, like a little bao bun, and um, and they're so yummy. So we went and, we went to Japan to get the bao bun, and while we were there, they were also selling something called a. I'm going to say, I'm not going to give you the right name because it was something long, but it was basically a sushi poke uh, flower pot. So inside this little flower pot was like a poke bowl that um, had like rice and some uh, soy sauce and then salmon, raw salmon on top and some, some um, masago. I love those two poke bowls. Oh, it was Hope so I'm pronouncing good. right. It was so good. And I actually was like, I'm going to get that and I'm going to share it with Andy because you were over in where, Brazil? I stopped at the Brazil booth to grab something and you went ahead of me to Japan to get the, the right. bun, and then it started to rain. And I, so then it starts raining. And so the the kids and I, our son was with me too. So you, you were all by yourself and the, both the kids were with me. And so we're like, oh, let's, there's a table over there underneath that tree. It wasn't lightning or anything. We're not stupid. We didn't get under trees when it was lightning, but, but it was drizzling. And we were like, oh, let's go under that tree because it's just drizzling. And that'll keep us kind of dry while we eat, you know? And, and then it started not, really raining. not just drizzling, but really raining. And we the were big, starting to drops. get wet under this tree. Um, so I said, oh, let's run over to that uh, little, it was like a little shop area you know that you can run into and like look at like pictures and stuff and uh, a stand you know right so we run over there and the guy goes sorry we're at capacity like the <laughs> rain shelter poured. was at capacity yeah, we're getting poured on because i mean people yeah, weren't respecting the six foot rule right so he's like sorry we're at capacity and i'm like okay thank you and we like turn what around a and- wild thing to do this this is a, that's a wild thing about this these times you can't even crowd underneath a right a rain yeah. shelter so then we are like under like an a le- like um the ledge of that same shelter. We go around to the side of it and we're just like like you know plastered up against the wall basically trying to you know take advantage of the like 6 foot um awning that's keeping us dry barely and then the wind changes direction and then we start getting wetter cuz the rain's pouring onto us. So then we run over to the Japan like store area by this time we're completely you guys got drenched i was completely i was pretty dry i made it out okay anyway but so we're doing all this stuff and as we're doing this i have this flower pot that i'm like oh i'm gonna save it for andy so he can have some well you guys i gave some to our daughter crushed it i gave some to our daughter and she was like oh that's really good and i was like i'm so proud of you because like this is raw fish you and you like it she's like what that was raw fish <laughs> she's like i hated it <laughs> i'm like come on you didn't hate it you liked it so anyway so she had a little bit of it she ate a lot of the rice actually and then i of course like killed the salmon because it was just so long i couldn't not eat it it was so good I, you, i'm bummed out i missed you it. were gone <laughs> i was hiding out underneath the rain eating my crispy pork belly that i got right. from the brazil booth which was only okay i mean it tasted fine it was a little tough like it, it kind of like even i hurt my teeth at one point really a little bit like that's not good. I would bite into something and then like, and I just went to the dentist like, recently what was that? and the dentist said I was fine. Yeah. But I bite into the, You have bo- an excellent de- dentist. I do. Shout out to our dentist. <laughs> um, who listens actually, by the way. So thank she you. Does. She does. She does. Well, she's my best friend. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our dentist is a family friend and uh, whenever I go and see her, she asks about the podcast. Oh, I listen to the podcast all the time. <laughs> um, yeah. I, Dr. Dean, go see her. <laughs> yes. In Holiday, Florida. You ever bite into, shout out, not a sponsor, but you ever bite into something that's like chewy or tough and it kind of like all of a sudden hurts your teeth and you can't like talk where yeah. if someone wants to talk to you you have to be like where is that it kind of did that hmm, and then weird. i got it down it was fine and the i got it down I got it down. that's what you want from a food item that you paid eight dollars for six bucks I, I got it down for like two bites that's food <laughs> wine for you it was okay i wouldn't order it again well the um, stuff we got was really good yeah, I so feel like i'm I sorry that you didn't out on get that. To, to get to take advantage but, but epcot was pretty crowded today as far as 
COVID goes. I mean, I'm sure it was running at a slower capacity. The parking lot was only about half full. Yeah, so the rain kind of ran us out a little early because, you know, it kind of just puts a damper on the day. And it didn't really look like it was going to stop anytime soon. Yeah, it was was, the all-day thing. It seemed like it. I mean, there was patches of blue, but it was a lot of rain. And um, I don't know. It rained heavy the whole way home. I-4 was brutal There's just nothing like walking around a theme park wet like no. that's that's why i hate water rides like being hot and wet and just miserable i just can't stand it i so, don't mind wet as long as the feet don't get oh, wet once the, your socks the, are wet the feet and done. The socks you're done so both wet very wet like soggy wet and then last week we were we mentioned we were at hollywood studios we actually went on every single ride we made it on every ride in less than a Less than a full day. Yep. And I finally got to go on Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. You guys went on it last week. I went on it this week. Um, I really thought it was great. Like you said, you said it was good, but then it sounded like you were downplaying it a little bit to me anyway. Yeah. I liked it more than I thought I was going to like it. I agree. I liked it better the second time I wrote it. I wish we had gone out a second time. The line, everything said, all the line, uh, what do you call it? You know, the estimated times. Yeah were about half of what they said it was. So if mm-hmm. it said 45 minutes, it was about 20 minutes. Um, yep. I wish we'd gone on it a second time because I started watching reviews of it and I'm like, oh, I forgot about that part. Oh my God, I forgot about that part already. Mm-hmm. And it was um, so much to look at, so much to see. It's yeah. similar to Rise of the Resistance and as far as the same kind of ride vehicle goes. Right. But the everything you're looking at and seeing and doing is just totally different. completely different. Yeah. It's very cool as far as the visuals go. Sure. It's like great animation, great animation, great, like like um, uh, projection, you know, technology. It's that got like using. if you've seen the castle show or yeah, the, the, the tree show, show at Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom, they, right. it's like that projection technology, but like in a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, people were saying that the music was really good or like the song was really memorable. I do not remember the song. I don't like, remember the song either. at all. Yeah. So maybe no, I, heard, I was just I heard that too. Yeah. too busy catching ev- taking everything in. I don't know how much, I mean, again, I've only been on it one time, and when you see everything, it's kind of like sensory overload. Sure. I don't even really remember the story behind the ride, other than you're on a train, Goofy is bringing you on a train ride, he goes one way. Yeah, and you go off the rails. You go the other way. And Although then, there's no rails, because it's an autonomous vehicle, yep. but whatever. <laughs> and then you're just seeing wild <laughs> Mickey Craziness, Mouse stuff yeah. everywhere. Right. Um, but I thought it was a really good ride. Um, again, man, take it out. Great movie ride for this though. Great, that's a kind of that's kind of stings because that felt like such a centerpiece of the park. But I know that it was getting dated, and I know they yeah. had to like. It's still there though, was tra- like, there was issues with rights line, and copyright to the stuff in there. The line going into into Runaway Railway is still very reminiscent of the Chinese theater, like um, the entrance to Great Movie Ride. You know, so right. it's like they kept kind of that nostalgia to it. Um, and you can, I, I think I said this to you on afterward that there's certain parts where you're going into the ride and you, you can almost feel how, like, I feel like this was the room where they did this in the great movie ride, you know, or, right. you know, I mean, there's you're just a looking city around. scene yeah. and you've mentioned it almost feels like an homage to that gangster scene. Yes. Yeah, right. exactly. In the old ride. So uh, there's still some, I, I feel like, and I wonder, I, I don't know, but I wonder if there are any kind of. Um, you know, tributes in that ride anywhere. There to... must be, I, but there's so much to look at. Right. That yeah. It's hard to. And there's uh... all, actually a lot of hidden Mickey's in that ride too. Our son found a, quite a few of them, and you know they're in the line and actually in the rides themselves. So Th- that ballroom scene is really great. That's where one of them is. Yes, exactly. Um, it's a little shorter than I thought it was going to be. I don't know how long it is, mm-hmm. but it felt like it went by pretty quick. Like, great yeah, movie ride felt like it was a long experience. You got in it, and it was like a nice long ride. Right. And this felt sort of fast, but I don't know. I don't. I didn't look and see how long the official yeah, time it's was. A good, it's a good ride, though. Yeah, I did like it. So before we get to your Castadega stuff, mm-hmm. I just want to bring up a couple of news stories that I saw before, uh, before we went on live okay. that I wanted to talk about to uh, keep everybody up to speed with what's going on. Um this is a great deal for Florida teachers. If you're a Florida teacher right now listening to this or know a Florida teacher, let them know that right now SeaWorld is offering a free season pass for teachers 
that will get you in from now all the way until August 31st of next year. So about a full year. Yeah, it's you have to go online, do like apply for it. You go to a site called ID.me, select teachers from their little menu there, and then you can sign up to get a voucher there. So SeaWorld is offering free passes for teachers. Not only that, but you can bring up to three guests and they pay. They're not free. But you can pay um, $28 for each guest that you bring in up for up to three guests. And that's still a great deal. One ticket is over 100 bucks. Yeah. At SeaWorld normally. I think right now it's like 80 something. I actually just looked at this right before we went up. Yeah, that's that's a great deal. Yeah, a one day ticket to SeaWorld is normally 108 bucks. Um, That's a lot of money, man. And right now it's 88. They have a a deal online for $88 probably because. Definitely that's the least I think people can do for our teachers. You know, based on like the craziness they're going the through. New, yeah, the craziness they're going through, the new appreciation that I have from, you know, homeschooling the kids a little bit here with the virtual school. You know, it's it, whew, it's crazy. It's a that's a hard job. We so really I, appreciate you guys. We do. And I thought that was a very, very generous offer. It that's is. not that's just great. free for a day. I know some parks and museums do like discount days yes. or free days for teachers and mm-hmm. veterans and right. first responders and stuff. But a whole year of season pass and the discount for guests, yeah, I actually awesome. think that's great. That is really great. Um, next thing I want to talk about, this is something you did last year. Again, man, it's what? why are you doing all this stuff without me? <laughs> the Casadega thing, I kind of did Yeah, you were invited to that. that you was, didn't want to go. That was, I did not want to go. <laughs> no, I, it was like a girls weekend. I'm like, I, I, feel, I feel like a fifth wheel. But this, you did this last year only because I couldn't go, and I want to go this year because it is coming back, Shannon. Even it is? though we talked that we said it might not, and that's Scream Again. They're doing it. They're doing Scream Again this year. This wow. is Florida's largest haunted attraction for Halloween. Oh man, it is coming back. We thought maybe it wouldn't because a lot of stuff's not happening this year. Yeah, I'm sure there will be new rules. I'm sure there will be. Um, you know, social distancing going on in the haunted houses, well, masks for everybody. The the volume of people that were there last year and the long lines, it, it was nuts. Like, seriously nuts how many people were there and how long the lines were and stuff. So they're going to have to do something because there was it was packed. They'll have to they'll have to have to. With... Yeah, they're going to have to do like, you know, some capacity limiting and you know the six feet line pacing and all that stuff and that's the one where you can have you have the option to like what is it wear a glow necklace a glow stick yes and then they can touch you and grab you and pull you away from the party yeah i'm gonna skip that part Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't don't know if we're gonna be doing that this year there is a new haunted a new haunted um house this year called raven hill asylum that's a new attraction for the for this year and um Raven Hill Asylum will make its debut at the event. The brand new attraction is themed around an asylum. When does that open? September 11th. Oh, wow. So right around the corner. So very soon. A couple weeks. Uh, a couple days, really. Yeah. Um, the brand new attraction is themed around an asylum that was forced to shut its doors in 1993 after its chief and its chief psychiatrist Mm-mm. locked all the patients inside to prevent Mm-mm. the horrors within from being discovered. Um, the returning attractions... Include Deadwoods, Black Pool Prison, Rage 3D, Demon's Revenge, and Zombie Paintball Assault. Jeez. Um, Um, Did you do the Zombie Paintball Assault last year? No, that was extra. Zombie Paintball Assault, guests board an old school bus loaded loaded with paint guns and shoot zombies from the windows (laughs) as the bus driver drives around the property. That does sound fun. That sounds great. That does sound fun. Uh, Oh, yeah, right. This experience is not included in the press of admission. So it's coming back. Um, I don't know if this was announced a while ago and I just noticed it. Well, the thing is, too, and I know Screamageddon obviously is not just on Halloween. It's all it's through September and October. But Halloween's on a Saturday this year, which is huge. You know... I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> I stand by it. Halloween should be on the last Friday or Saturday of I the month. I would it love to see them do that. It should not be on the 31st. It Make it a be, floating. Yes. It's like Thanksgiving. It's it's the, you know, fourth Thursday the or third Thursday. last Saturday in October every year. I would love that. Sign a petition. Yes. Let's do it, man. Change.org. <laughs> and, and then make the day after the Super Bowl, the Monday after the Super Bowl, a holiday, a day off, a national holiday. That's my So which one, one are we going to give up for that one? <laughs> give up Columbus Day or something. President's something like day. that. One of those that, you know. Anywho. I would um, love that. So. $21. $21.95 gets you a ticket. That's 600 houses. But it is pretty crowded, huh? It is very crowded, but it, it was fun, man. It was really fun. And we did every haunted house last year. And... um. I mean, they were all really good. 
the yeah there it's really fun you got to go I, we highly recommend it. I highly recommend. I had it. I had to watch the kids last year. That's why. Yeah, I know. I know. You have a hard life. I, know. I, I feel sorry. I'm for such you. a Mr. Mom. <laughs> um, all right. So before we get into your Casadega experience, and I can't not wait to hear this. I just want to remind everybody about. You can't a, not wait. I can't not. I can't not wait. <laughs> Thank you for calling me out. Um, Means you can wait. I can't. I can wait. So I'll just sit here and <laughs> talk about this next portion really slow. No, a great way to support the podcast is through um, the Amazon affiliate program. If you come yeah. to our website and you click a the Amazon banner on the right side. Anything you purchase through Amazon after clicking there, they throw us a couple of bucks. No cost to you. No cost to you. It's just kind of like... And thank you so much for those A way that, for the, that they paid for advertising. There's and a lot of you that do that and we really appreciate it. Yes, so. and I want to thank whoever it was. We have a listener purchase of the week. Um, somebody bought some kids dance class tap shoes. Nice. In the past uh, week or so. So... Uh, thank you to whoever that was. Have fun with your tap dancing classes. <laughs> and um, nice. yeah, cool. Absolutely. All so, right. Casadega. This is the spirit, the psychic capital of the world. It's it's just a little bit east of Orlando, right? About kind of between Orlando and Daytona Beach. Yeah. So we so we went to New Smyrna Beach first, and. Uh, my friend got a Airbnb on at New Smyrna and it was really nice. It was right on the water, really, really great spot. And we spent the night in New Smyrna, spent the morning at the beach, just hanging out. I had another fish encounter. I heard, I was going to say, you did have a fish encounter. I did have you a fish You saw a shark encounter. in the surf last time. Last time I was at New Smyrna, I saw the sh- a shark in the surf. It was a real shark. It wasn't a ginormous shark or anything like that. It was like probably three or four feet, but... It, it, it was a shark and we got out of the water. <laughs> um, this time I was with our daughter and her BFF, her best friend, walking at night down on the oh, beach. Oh, it was at night? It was at night. Oh, you didn't tell me that part. I'm sorry. It was at night. And the moon was amazing that night. It was one of those moons where it was rising. So it was really near the horizon. So it was really big and it was like red looking, I guess, because of the reflection of the sun or right. whatever. So it looked like a red moon, very huge, low in the horizon. So we were out walking on the beach because it was just so beautiful. And we're walking through, like, kind of through the surf, not like, not, not deep or anything like that. It was like at the point where sometimes you're in the water, sometimes you're not because the waves are washing up. Sometimes the wave you know? comes up, it gets right. past the ankles, comes back. Right. Sometimes it doesn't quite meet, meet your feet, right? Well, at one point as I'm walking the waves came up a little higher and I would say maybe ankle height, you know, maybe like slightly higher, but not really deep. And we're walking and I step on a fish and I feel the fish wiggling underneath my foot. And you said it was kind of big, not like it was probably a grouper or anything. No, no, but it wasn't like, like a, a little Goliath grouper. <laughs> no, it was like, it was probably if I had to guess based on my foot feel, okay. <laughs> I would say it was probably like a six or seven inch thin kind of brimmy kind of fish, okay, you know, like a little, uh, I don't know just, about a yeah, sheep's like head little, or a those little fish, you pin, see, pin fish or something you know, like swimming. that. It wasn't right. a pin fish, but those it wasn't, things hurt. it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that small, but, um, it was probably like six inches and it was kind of thin. I could feel it wiggling under my foot. I of course immediately scream and run <laughs> out of the surf, which of course makes the two girls that I'm with scream and <laughs> run. Leave. They don't even know what they, they're screaming about. No, they don't even know, but they were way gone before I could get out of the water. Um, they had no, no qualms about leaving me to, to be eaten by whatever got me. And um, anyway, so yeah, like I step on it. I turned my ankle slightly <laughs> Amazing. And then run out of the surf again. So anyway, long story short, another you're fish two, encounter. You're two for I'm two, two for two. <laughs> that wasn't Florida. a shark. But I did think that. I was like, oh my gosh, what if I stepped on a shark? It's a <laughs> but it was shark. just it was a very teeny tiny shark. Poor fish. Did he make it out okay? I mean, he was still wiggling as okay. I ran, and I don't think I put a lot of weight on him because I twisted my ankle trying to get off right. of him. <laughs> so um I think he was all right. But Anyway, but we had a really we had a really nice time. The next day at the beach, it was oh gosh, such a beautiful day. It was hot as heck, it's but very hot this the week. The water oh, was really beautiful and cool out in the ocean, and there was a pool there too, so we swam in the pool some. And yeah, highly recommend it. We had a good time. Those waves, it's so different on 
you know, the East Coast versus the, versus the West Very Coast. Very different vibe. Gulf Coast is just... If you don't just... know, the Gulf Coast of Florida is just... It's very, very calm. Like, I mean, if if there's a hurricane out there or some kind of storm, sometimes the waves can get a little bit, you know, a little bit more violent, but not much. It's kind of like lakeish, Just a gentle, gentle surf No, it's not that. Time. It's not that. If the wind is blowing, low. you can get a little... There's still there's still Some waves. I mean, if you're sitting in the surf, like the waves will, will push against you, and they could even knock you over, even you know. But most of the time, they're pretty they're pretty pretty tame. But the Atlantic is legitimate the Atlantic, surf. It's surf. like yeah, you got to be careful. I mean, there was there were times where you know we got dunked because we were out in the in the you know in the waves That's and the waves fun, were though. bigger than us. That's fun, it was though. fun, but the the current was so strong. Like I mean, like. Seriously, like pulling you, like trying to get out of the water. It was pulling you back into the, into the, you know, back out into the ocean. Jeez. So it like was rip, strong. So rip current a little bit or? I don't know. I mean, they didn't say anything about that. There were lifeguards out there. But uh, that's one thing if you don't know, you know, just be really careful about that kind of stuff. If you ever get caught in a riptide, they always say swim parallel to the, to the shore. Don't like try to fight it. Um, so anyway, now, we, of course I had to teach that lesson to the kids and yes, I, while yes. I was out there. So anyway, so then the afternoon we got all cleaned up and we went over to Casadega, which was about half an hour from New Smyrna beach. And it was about a half an hour, um, West. So like it was kind of on our way home right? and we didn't go back to New Smyrna. We just came on home after Casadega. So, so that kind of tells you where it's located. It's in a little the bit between Orlando and the beach, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we we get to Casadega and the we had kind of read a couple articles to try to figure out what to do and where to go, you know, because we'd never been there before. And when we got there, everything we'd seen said go to this. Um, there's like a spiritual camp site, or and I, I didn't really know what that meant. I was like, are there going to be like campers there, or you know, is there going to be like campfires i wasn't sure exactly what it meant but i'm feeling I'm, I'm picturing like some hippie commune type of situation it, i don't and maybe i, I didn't I, I didn't explore it fully but basically the place that we went to where it said spiritual camp was a gift shop oh jeez. <laughs> so uh and it was a really cool gift shop i will say that we we got some they have like a really great variety of like um you know kind of minerals and rocks and different like herbs and and essential oils and all that stuff that you i know think is is a bunch of hooey but it whoa was, that's the word i like to use whoa. but it was it was really cool they had some beautiful rocks and minerals i got a couple of rocks for the kids the rock you brought home was really pretty for a you know as a rock collector rock i thought it was a, a cool find yeah so i got a rock for our son that um it's like a it was called blue calcite and it uh, actually here. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and read it to you because um, oh gosh, my phone is not. You ever seen the picture that someone posted online once where someone took a bunch of those minerals and rocks and crystals and put them all over their steering wheel, and it said something like, "Now every time I get in the car, I'll be basking in the the collected energy of these rocks on the steering wheel," and the first comment was, "Dude, you just turned your your um, steering wheel your." Uh, airbag into like a frag mine like a like a oh, like a grenade like if that thing ever goes <laughs> off come on man well okay so the rock that i got for our son was a blue calcite and it is considered a communication stone it has calming energy it relinquish it relinquishes stress and it has healing properties okay the reason i got it for our son was because it was a beautiful rock it's very cool it's looking beautiful it's like it. it's like blue and like light blue and um has some it, it almost looks like it's um, translucent with the blue inside of it. It does. You know? It's a crystal. Yeah. So it's it was just a beautiful rock. And then our daughter ended up getting the peach scolocyte. And I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, I have a few um, colleagues that are geologists who are probably going to school me on that one. But um, S-C-O-L-E-C-I-T-E. And it actually is relaxing. It helps with calming dreams, calms your mind, and it enhances teamwork. And our daughter liked that one a lot. So she got that that rock. Uh, so we did a little shopping in there. It was very, you know, fun. And, and we just kind of, the, the girlfriend that I went with, she and I like to try new things and do new things. And just, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that we necessarily believe in everything or think it's all going to, you know, make a difference in our lives. But 
it's neat to learn about other people's beliefs and it's least neat to learn what they feel works for them. It's an experience and a story, right? Right. Right. So I felt like that's what we were getting. So we, I talked to the woman who ran the gift shop and she gave me a map of the area and how to, you know, kind of explore the area of Casadega. What does the town look like as you're, as you're driving around? I've never actually been out there before. It's kind of like a, a, a one horse town, you know? Uh, is it, and I'm, a, I'm picturing like those little neons, psychic palm readings and... There's a few houses like Things that. like that all over yeah, town. And it's just like a little, you know, like um, little old Florida houses, you know, um, with porches and the, the, the wooden slats on the side, you know? the at one point we're walking down and she said go down here and there's a fairy trail and i was like i don't know what a fairy trail is but i want to i want to see what it is <laughs> so we go to the fairy trail and we're going to upload some pictures because i took a lot of okay. pictures um so we'll upload some pictures on our website um sunshinestatepodcast.com and the the fairy garden was quite the experience let me tell you was it really it, it was it was i've seen pictures crazy. i think i saw a picture or two it was but crazy. i was waiting for this for you to tell me about what i was looking at yeah i mean it was so we walk in and as we first walk in you're walking under like this arch of of like flowers and twigs and stuff like that you know that have they've kind of assembled and you're walking in and the first thing you see is like signs that say like um you know dance with fairies and um you know look for unicorns and things like that you know and there's beads everywhere dangling and bells and whistles and and, and charms do the people who made this fairy garden they believe there's like fairies living in here. So what they I'm thinking like the elves from uh Eurovision. Right. So what happens, I believe there wasn't like a sign or anything that like told you what the process was, but what it seemed like to me was people came and left gifts for the fairies. Okay. And and the gifts could be anything from a pair of shoes, which there were shoes sitting out. Um, All right. to one person left a corset <laughs> all right um lots, these like i said lots of the fairies I, I don't know what a fairy does with a corset but hey you know whatever there was um an area where there was almost it looked like a fountain almost but it was dry and people were laying in stones and there were actually um sharpie markers laying out that you could write on your own stone like pick up a stone and write your name or write a message or whatever and put it in this little dried out fountain with a fairy on top you know that was kind of like a a um i don't know it just was it looked like, like a it, statue yeah it was a statue okay. it looked like it, it but it looked like it was an old fountain that you know kind of wasn't working anymore all right um <clears throat> and the fairy was like draped with all these different beads and stuff so the kids you know all kind of wrote messages on their little rocks and everything and left a rock there as you're walking through it's a trail Oh, you're going to love this. It's a trail that you're going through and and you're kind of winding through it. So it's a little I mean, it's not it's not a long walk by any stretch of the imagination, but you go in there and you get into a you have a place where you, you know, can't really see the exit anymore and then you work your way back. So it sounds like a park almost. It's like a park. Okay. Yeah. So, and but as you you're walk walking, with a trail that with little right. interesting as you're walking, fairy there's things like going on. Okay. little frog statues and and, you know, um, mushroom houses, you know, the little uh, fairy mushroom houses that people set up in like their gardens sometimes. It sounds like some like eclectic grandma's backyard to me. Just some like. Yeah. I mean, it was it was I mean, there was, you know, like teapots okay. and shoes like and it was all just a bunch of stuff laying out. You know, it was obviously had been, you know, uh, I can't, to the I can't sell this at the garage sale. I'll just I'll top it off at the fairy garden. I mean, there were little statues of fairies. There were statues of flowers, you know, um, you know, feathers and signs and people leaving messages, places. And um, at one point we're walking through, there's one, you know, an area where you can sit and it's actual seats and a little table, you know, it almost looks like a little area where you'd have a tea party, you know? All right. Um, Again, little houses everywhere for, I guess, the fairies or gnomes or whoever. Um, all throughout this little fairy garden, there's one picture I took of oh, like I these like two that. little gnomes sitting together looking like they're discussing business, you know. Like the um, traveling gnome. <laughs> right, exactly. The roaming gnome. You know, they've ha got areas where things are set up like flowers. It almost looks like some kind of tribute or something, you know. Um, 
There's one like a Christmas tree in the middle of the forest at one point. It's kind of weird, but also still very cool. And then as we're passing this Christmas tree, I look over and there's a dad and a little girl and they're they're bent over together doing something and and the little girl's got a pen in her hand. And and the dad looks at me and he's like, you know, says hi, kind of like, you know, you know, I could tell that he was kind of feeling a little self-conscious okay and i said hey are you guys geocaching oh really and he goes yeah <laughs> he's like you know what we're doing you Everyone- like he felt so relieved <laughs> yeah. that you knew yeah <laughs> yeah he was like he's like i i every time people always look at me like what are y'all doing like you're standing in a weird place in the woods like you know pulling something out of your pocket to write something yes. down you know um geocaching if anyone has ever done that before but it's like you go to this website you find coordinates to go and find things hidden in the woods that are placed there by other people into this geocaching Yeah, it's like game. a treasure hunt. It's, a, it's actually really big. It's way bigger yeah. than you realize if you're not into it. Geocaches are everywhere. They're everywhere. There's a geocache probably within 100 feet of you right, right now. now. <laughs> I, they're everywhere. It's yeah. it's really big. It's like when I first learned about it, it's like this hidden underground yeah. world. But whenever you do it, most people don't know what it is. They think yeah, you're like... Yeah, they have like, no idea what you're doing. They think you're like up to no good or something. Yeah, it's like, like what, what are, are you doing? Yeah, like what are doing like bent over, well, you yeah. know? Why did you hide an ammo box behind that tree in the woods? Are you... <laughs> right, right. Like... It's like, are you setting off a bomb I'm, I'm or something? call the cops on you. Like, <laughs> right. no, man. It's like a it's kid's a game. Yeah. yeah. Um, the guy... So I said, I said, I said, are you guys geocaching? He's like, yes. He's like, you won't believe. He's like, so many people are like, what are you doing? And he's like, you're the first person that's ever asked me if I was geocaching. And I was like, oh, yeah, we love it you know i want to go now i haven't done it in a long time yeah we we don't typically go when it's hot because it's hot um it's a great activity during you know winters in florida because it's nice and cool outside and you can go explore without getting eaten alive by by bugs um but anyway send you to locations you've never would have thought about going yeah and and you like find new new stuff things yeah people tend to put i had no idea we'd be talking about geocaching on this episode right people will tend to put them in interesting and cool spots to kind of bring people to interesting and cool spots so you do that you're like oh wow i've never found this before and then sometimes they'll put them in random spots like on the side of a road at a right (laughs) yeah stick it in a strip underneath uh <laughs> yes put it underneath a fire hydrant somewhere right. like thanks a lot man um so anyway so the dad was like he like wanted to talk yeah about it he was like what's your what's your handle like on <laughs> on geocaching and like he like told me his handle which i don't remember um now but anyway so we talked for a little while and and then we kept on going through the fairy garden <clears throat> took some pictures with the, with the kids kids and stuff but all in all, it was, I mean, it was, it was fun. I mean, there was like, you know how when you go to like Key West, they have the signs where it's like so many miles to this bar, this, you know, yeah. so many miles to Chicago, so many miles. They had kind of one of those, but it was like the never. The signpost. Yeah, the signpost things. It was Neverland, Storybrook, Unicorn Stables, um, Mushrooms, you know, Gnome Home, all this different like directional signs to these silly little things, but but it was cute and the kids got a kick out of it. Um, they had like a couple of photo op areas where you can put your kid in front of a, oh, that's cool. you know, a butterfly wings and they become a butterfly and stuff was like this, that. Was there an entry fee to this? No, this was totally, oh, so this is a free attraction totally in Casadega. Absolutely. The fairy garden is free. Fairy trail. Fairy yeah. trail is free. Okay. Yeah. So nice. we went and did that, enjoyed that a little bit. And then we walked back and looked around a little bit more. There's like a, a church, but it was closed for renovations that you could, I guess, explore typically. Um, and a couple of other spots on the map that, you know, there was like a library, but we didn't really go into the library, a couple other things. But all in all, you know, we kind of went to the ferry trail and then we came back and there's a hotel right across the street from that gift shop that I was telling you about. And the hotel is kind of like people come to Casadega to like stay in this hotel um and i i i, I heard someone like checking in and the woman was talking was about it the hotel you know, casadega was that what, what yeah was okay yeah and she was telling them about you know their room and like you can come out at night and it's from like six to seven we do you know free you know uh readings and things like that and so i guess like if you go to this hotel you kind of go for the experience sure. and the, the you know stick value this i guess like, or you're like really into it you maybe right um so this is one of the big draws to casadega right this, the hotel casadega okay. so we go into the hotel we look around a little bit and so i t- my friend and i are talking and we've got 
quite a few kids with us, you know, I, I, I mean, we, I only had one of our kids with us, but she's got a lot of kids. She's got five kids. So we, we had all the, these kids with us. They're, <laughs> they're a little bit older, you know, the oldest is 15. So it's not like, you know, they couldn't be left alone for a few minutes, but we didn't want to just leave them alone, but we didn't also didn't want to leave Casadega without doing the thing you go to Casadega for. Right. You know? That'd it's be a like, big shame. Like, yeah, you can't go to Casadega and then not get your tarot cards read or go get, you know, your psychic reading or whatever you're going to do. So, so we were like, what should we do? I really want to do it, but I don't know about leaving the kids. So we decide that we'll just do a half hour thing and bribe the kids with some ice cream. <laughs> all right. Ice cream always works. Ice cream worked like a beauty. Let always me tell you. works. So the kids... Gosh, we are so blessed. Such amazing kids. Um, the kids sat like amazing in the little waiting room, just nice as can be playing on their phones. You know, um, we go into our separate rooms because you couldn't do them together unless you paid for the hour session. All right. So. So you guys went one at a time? We went to separate rooms at the same time. Okay. And so you each had a different. We each had a different reader. Right. Um, and. So I'm dying to hear about this because I've never done this type of thing before literally the only thing i know about like psychic readings is every everything i've learned about it is from peewee's big adventure where he goes to the place and <laughs> finds out his bike is in the basement of the alamo right, right and then she steals his wallet that's like all i remember <laughs> that's all i know well my wallet did not get stolen okay. i will tell you that so that's that's a positive <laughs> i think so. she steals his wallet to see the bike actually i don't oh, okay. think she steals it it's all about the bike she just sees that he has a bike and it's important to him <laughs> that's all i know about this so um, I went in to my, my, the room with the guy that was helping me, you know, it was a, it was a gentleman and he, we sat down and just started talking a little bit at first and he asked me a couple of questions and it was more like getting to know you yeah. kind of questions. Not like, I don't think he was, um, really like, you know, digging for anything. I think he was just trying to make me feel comfortable. Okay. Um, but was it really was it weird because i would be really weird it was out. a little weird it was a, it was a little weird and i felt a little self-conscious but i also felt like like i went in and so here's the thing like i go in and i think about you a little bit okay and i think you know andy is you're an amazing amazingly open-minded person but there are some things that you are not open-minded about and this is one of them yeah that's fair to say <laughs> i think that like you'd go in there and be like okay let's see what this guy has to say <laughs> lay it on me man yeah, what are the lottery I'm numbers sure this is gonna be great um so i wanted to go in there like feeling like i i i wanted to go in feeling open like i felt like i wanted to go in like i don't want to be you know judgmental i don't want to be um you know jaded i want to go in like and give this the best shot I can give it. Right. Okay. Give it a chance. Right. So he's like, you know, I need you to first. He's like, I, I, you know, I've got a couple of rules. One is you can't cross your hands or, or clasp your hands. And I was like, okay, really? And he said, the reason is that that's a form of blocking and I don't want you to block. He's like, I want to be able to read you. Okay. Um, and I said, okay, no worries. So I unclasped my hands and, you know, he t he said that as soon as someone told me not to do that, I'd want to keep doing it. Oh, it didn't bother me. I don't at all. do that ever, but as soon as someone told me that, I'd start thinking about it. Well, I was doing it, so that's probably why okay. he brought it up. Um, and he uh, he we took he did say I could take my mask off because obviously everybody's wearing masks. Oh, right. But we were social distanced. Mm -hmm. We were a good probably close to six feet apart, and we weren't facing each other. We were. I was kind of catty corner to him. Okay. So he's like, I have us kind of, you know, socially distance and also not facing each other so that we can take our masks off and actually, you know, enjoy the experience sure. a little bit. So I thought about that because that'd be kind of weird to see. Some, it was, right? it, would, it was weird to have masks on. So I appreciated that. Um, so anyway, so he says, you know, I'm going to, um, he opens with, he says, I'm going to start with a little prayer. Um, and with this prayer, he's like, you can pray with me, you know, pray to your God or the universe or whoever, you know, you pray to. Um, and he's like, in that period, that's when I get open. This is what he's saying to me. He's like, I get open. And if you have anyone who is on the other side who wants to talk to you, that's the at the that's the time when they come to me and talk to me and okay. he's like i am a clairvoyant he said that um and so you know if there's somebody on the other side that wants to communicate with you that's when when i'll get you know a message or whatever sure. and i was like okay so 
it was quiet for a while. <laughs> I just got to say right now, Shannon is smiling and she's kind of like rolling her eyes around the room as not, she's saying that. You kind of are. I'm rolling my eyes. You kind of are. A little bit. I'm not rolling bit. my eyes at all. And you've I got was, a grin on your face. Well, okay, so so the experience was it was so happy. You're I laughing. W- <laughs> you're smiling about it. I went into it obviously trying to have an open mind, but at the same time, also, you know, understanding that it's probably for entertainment purposes only. Right. Okay. Right. So, so anyway, so the guy's talking to me, and so then it's silent for a while, and he, I, he's praying or whatever he's doing, and. And, you know, I was silent for a while. And then I kind of just started looking around the room because yeah. it was a while. <laughs> and then... Um, what was the room... What did the room look like? Like, how it was, had, it de- it uh, was it decorated? It was decorated how you would expect. Like... I'm um, thinking, like, tapestries and... Yeah, yeah. Was there... Uh, a, okay, I know. Stereotypical <clears throat> noob question. Because yeah. I'm going back to Pee-wee here. Okay. When he gets his wallet <laughs> stolen. Crystal ball, yes or no? No crystal ball. Oh, that's bummer. Okay. But he did have a lot of stuff on the table. Um, but it was kind of like his stuff or like, you know, I don't know. It was just kind of clutter, really. But it was all kind of like pretty things. Like, you know, yeah. like I, a tapestry, like the tablecloth was... It's a comfortable vibe, right? Yeah. I mean, I I felt comfortable in there. Um, pictures hanging on the wall. Um, pictures that not necessarily I wouldn't hang or in <laughs> my house, you know, but I don't know what they meant necessarily. But um, anyway, so he goes through this prayer process and then he goes... Then he, and, and I'm going to play... For you, what he says. Okay. Okay. I don't argue with him. Um, he's coming through mail. He's coming through parental. He's definitely coming through on your father's side. Okay. Um, your dad's still living, but your grandfather, he's passed. Mm-hmm. He's saying hi to you. Oh, cool. He's sending you some love, girl. <laughs> he misses you. Yeah. Cool. Did you know him? Yes. Um, he is definitely sending you quite a bit of love. Yeah. Do you have any questions you want to ask him? No, not that I can think of. Well, just know he's there for you. Okay. And if you need help, open your mouth and say something to him. Okay. Because he will help you. Okay. They do like it when we talk to them. Okay. 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 Good to know. So. Okay. First of all, he did say you were okay to record that. Is that right? Yeah. Just to clarify. Yeah. Okay. He, that was the thing he said at the very beginning is he's like, I'm going to give you a lot of information. So I encourage you to record. Okay. Um, so you can go back and listen to so it. So we don't want to make it sound like you were just spying on. Yeah. No, I didn't okay. have like an undercover camera. Cool. Or, you right, know, cool. I wasn't wired. <laughs> now you didn't, he just pulled all that. He just brought all that up. He didn't. I didn't tell him anything about my parents, my grandparents. Because he said your nothing. father's still alive, which is true. It's true. So he yep. knew that without... You telling him. That's true. That's interesting. I'll I'll give him a point for that. Yeah. But I will say, though, that in the beginning, he said to me, you know, I've been doing... He, at the very beginning, he's talked about how he gave kind of gave me his mini resume. Okay. And he's like, I've been doing this for 40 years. He's like, way before you were born. And... Which I said, that's really sweet. Oh. <laughs> but... um, And I started to correct him about my age okay. because... I am not, you know, in my 30s still, which I appreciated him thinking that I was. Um, but but at that point, like, I kind of felt like, okay, if he thinks I'm in my 30s, most people in their 30s have their parents still Yeah, alive. he's playing the odds. You know? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, and no, I'm not in my 30s, but I'm, I'm close enough to my 30s. And obviously, he thought that I looked relatively young, you know? So, um, so... I, I feel like he that was kind of a safe bet. It was also probably a but safe bet. But what if he got it wrong my... and you'd said, actually, no. And then I wonder what he would say. Like, would he go, oh, you know what? Actually, well, the, 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 it's, the message isn't clear at the moment. I'm just wondering. I'm just curious. I mean, he did get some things right. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to I'll tell you some of the things that he got right. So, for example, he got right that my father is alive mm-hmm. and my grandfather is dead. Um after that particular encounter, he said that he felt he heard something from my grandmother, who he said was also passed, but that she had passed a lot sooner, like more recently than my grandfather had. Um, so he was talking about my grandfather on my father's side, who passed away when I was probably maybe eight, seven mm-hmm. or eight. Um, my grandmother, who he on my mother's side, who he talked about next, passed away. I mean, you met her. Yeah, so within the last recent. 20 years. Right. So, um, 
it, I mean, I wouldn't say recent, but definitely, I think maybe probably 18 years ago, something like that. Um, so I was, I was grown, you know, when she passed away. And so he got that right, you know, that bum, she bum, had, bum. that she had passed away and it, she had passed away, you know, obviously a lot more recently than my grandfather had. So he definitely got that right. Um, he talked about how she liked to bake my grandmother. Um, and while I wouldn't say that my grandmother was a baker, I mean, she like, if I feel like if, if I, if you asked if my mother baked, I'd say yes. Cause like we go over to my mom's house every, you know, Christmas and we bake and we do all these kind of, you know, we make cookies and yeah, she'll bring the kids over to make yeah. cookies just on a random, random day. Saturday. Right. So I mean, if, if you said, did your, does Shannon's mom bake? I would say yes. You would probably say yes. Did, right. We did talk for like a minute about this when you got home and yeah. I, and then we said, wait, wait, stop. I want to talk about this in the podcast. <laughs> right, right, right. Didn't you say he wanted you to make, there was some specific yes. cake that right. he, she wanted you to make. So he said, your grandmother was a baker, wasn't she? And I said, I said, well, I said, I mean, I said, well, I guess she she did like to bake um, sour cream pound cake. That was like sour cream pound. That cake, was the one it. thing that she was. She always baked it. It was like she was famous for it in the family. Like, she oh, wants you to make it. Grandmother's made her sour cream pound cake. So while I wouldn't consider her a baker necessarily, she did bake that. And that was something that she was kind of famous for. And he said, well, she wants you to. Um, first of all, she said, stop messing with the recipe, which I've never made that. You've never made it. I've never it. made it. <laughs> so, um, so I'm definitely not kind of tweaking the recipe. But he's like, he wants you to. She wants you to stop messing with the recipe, and she wants you to make it. And I said, I said, okay. And he's like, does that make sense to you? And I said, well, I've never made it. Um, but, and he's like, well, do you have the recipe? And I said, I, I don't. But my mom probably yeah. does, you know. And he's like, yeah, she wants you to make it. But he's like, she she says, don't mess with the recipe, though. And I said, okay. <laughs> I say we do mess with the recipe. <laughs> and then if the lights flicker out or something crazy happens. Then we know. Then we know. So, so yeah. So, that we did have that conversation. Um, and um, I'm trying to think what else. Like, it, it, the the fact that... And I told you this as well. The fact that he brought up my dad's dad first, he's probably the grandparent that I was the least close to. Um, the grandparent that I I I didn't really have a close relationship with at all, really. Yeah. Um, so it was it's odd to me that that person, if there was a person coming through, that that would be the person that would come through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, both my grandmothers I was closer to and even my grandpa on my mom's side, I was a little bit closer to than my, my um, dad's dad. So, um, so it, it seemed odd to me that that would be the one that he chose uh, or that that would be the one that came through. Maybe he didn't choose it. I don't yeah. know, <laughs> but I have a feeling Again, maybe, maybe he's playing the odds. <laughs> right. <and> just... <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that felt a little off to me. Yeah. Right. Um, and so then we're talking a little bit. So then he starts taking out the tarot cards and he's like, you know, he pulls out tarot cards and he's asks me to choose a deck and I choose the deck. And he said that the deck that I chose had something to do with the earth. Um, and it would, it would, you know, that would play into what we talked about a little bit because it was like an earth deck or something like that. So, um, then he said that he was going to go through every month and he said, he's like, I see that in the past six months, you've had trouble with balance. And he's like, does that make sense to you? And then you said, yes, I actually stepped on a fish last night on the beach. <laughs> did you? <laughs> oh my gosh, did that's you, so funny. Did you no, know, did you know that funny. happened? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's so funny. No. <laughs> he's three for three, Shannon. You got another one right. You're, you're I, so I said earlier, this is all woo. And now you're selling me, man. I think I'm going to go check this guy out. Oh my gosh, you're funny. So he said in the last six months that I've had trouble with balance and, um, and that, you know, that that has been something that I've, I've struggled with and that is something I'm working on. And he's like, does that make sense to you? And I said, well, I think balance is important in all things. <laughs> and he said, he said, yeah, no, but I think that this is, what does he mean? Balance? Like I'm, something I'm specific, like tripping over things something or about perspective and, or, um, He's like, you've struggled with, with some things over the past six months. And we've had some, we've had some, some, um, some issues in the last six months, some personal issues in our family with friends and things like that. But 
which were kind of big extended issues, issues yeah, not, not our not our family quite, but right. but friends that have had some some tragedies and and so I felt like if he was going to bring something up that happened in the last 6 months that that would have been it yeah. you know what I mean because right. it was kind of a big deal and it was just more about balance and how I you know what I mean it was like very vague and you very can draw vague. from it anything you want exactly right so oh, again, he was right on he talked about I felt the like he had I'm like a big through. thing that was there sitting for him and he right. it was he, teed up for him yeah and he just swung <laughs> well, and obviously he didn't know he doesn't it all. know because right. he's you know it's for entertainment right. purposes only yeah. so but if it's your jam and you get comfort from it and you know no then, no no and i i think that that's great i'm I not mean, here to judge no i'm not judging at all um but i do think so th so that was the uh, that was kind of like a a common thread that he said that like he's like he's like i see you know in these cards it's very clear to me that you put everyone else first that you t he's like you don't take care of yourself as much as you should you're always taking care of everyone else Again, he sees we've got kids outside, you yeah. know. A lot of people think feel that way, though. A lot of people. I mean. Uh, I think it's common for a lot of people to feel for spread me, thin and, and putting other people's needs first. You're not going to find a mom that isn't putting everyone else's needs first. I mean, that's just what moms do. As soon as you walk to the door, he's like, okay, kids, check. Right. Mom, check. Right. And I will say this, too, that. <laughs> so I'm there with my girlfriend. And um, she said. He, he says. um you know, uh, how many kids do you have? Because, you know, my, my girlfriend has quite a few kids. So there were quite a few kids out there. And I said, well, actually, only one of those kids is mine. I have two, but only one of those is mine. And I said, but my girlfriend has five kids. And he's like, oh, he's like, are, are you a lesbian? Oh, wow. That's a personal <laughs> question. And I said, no, I'm sorry. I meant my friend that's a girl. Okay. <laughs> Not my girlfriend. And he said, oh, okay. So so then he starts talking about my husband later, uh -huh. which I'm wearing a wedding ring, yeah. you know, at the time. And I've already told him that I'm not a lesbian. So I don't feel like that was that big of a leap that he talked about my husband a little bit, right. you know. He talked about me? Well, he said that, he, yeah, he did. Okay. He said that, you know, you're putting your husband first, you're putting your kids first, you need to put yourself first a little bit. He talked about how... Um, he talked about how that you loved me a lot, which I'll say that I think he got that right. Four for four. <laughs> um, I hope he did. Well, anyway. the grandparent thing, he has a swing and a miss. So he said, you loved me a lot and that, that, that you thought I was beautiful and that I should, um, be, uh, more sure of myself because you think I'm beautiful and that I am a beautiful woman. Um, which again, I, I appreciated, but, women in general have self-confidence issues you know so i think feel like you could kind of say that to any woman and yeah you sure, know what i mean sure. um but so that was some of the things that he said about you in relation to me um he went through our my entire year ahead month by month and told me a little bit about what what's going to happen in each month um money had a lot to do with a lot of the different months and i don't i don't know if that's just how the cards fell or what but um you know, it, it was, it was very, every month was a little different. Like one month it was like, um, you know, there's going to be contracts that, you know, you need to be, you need to make sure you're reading your contracts because it could result in some, some financial benefit or another month was, right. um, you know, uh, you know, any investments that you do are going to be beneficial during this month. And so, I mean, I would say probably six out of the 12 was, money related um that's like a common issue for tons of people though i think everybody's thinking yeah. about money especially these days when absolutely things are so uncertain he asked me about my job he's like i see you have a change coming up in your job and he said he said um he said are you thinking about leaving your job and i said no actually i love my job and and he said okay well he's like i think i see you changing um maybe changing roles at your current yeah. job so, um, that was another thing that he kind of said that he said that he saw a change coming in my, my, my career choices. Um, and that I saw that there was growth coming in my career choices as well. So again, <laughs> I, 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 now so what I, if he said that to anybody mm -hmm. could be, you could be anybody and they hear, okay, my, I'm going to have a change in my job for the positive, 
Yeah. And then that spurs them to actually make a change. Do it. Yeah. Right. They're not just going to sit back and be like, okay, well, maybe I'm going to get promoted. And they don't do right. anything to make that happen. So maybe right. they hear something and then they go ahead and make it happen. Absolutely. There's which is good. There's a positive. Right. Yeah. Power, that's a positive thing. And then they can come back and say, hey, that guy was right. Even though it was more on you to do that. Yes. You're the one who made that change. Right. He just kind of kind of kicked you in that direction a little right. bit. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, so all in all, I will say, I mean, again, I could go into way more detail. Um he went month by month by month, you know, and, and I honestly, I don't even remember all the things. I mean, I recorded the whole session, um, but I don't even remember all the things he said about every single month, you know, but he, um, he was very nice. He was, he said in the beginning and he, he stayed true to his word that he was an uplifting clairvoyant. So he's like, I'm not going to tell you anything bad today. I'm not going to tell you um, you know, anything that's going to upset you or be negative. He's like, I like to focus on the positive, which I appreciated because I also like to focus on the positive. Um, and he's like, and that's, so that's what our, our, our experience is going to be about. But then did he like, say, but good. look, just don't, don't buy any green bananas. Did he say that? <laughs> no, okay. he didn't. Um, so all in all, I felt like it was, I'm, I'm very glad that I did it because I would have been disappointed in myself if I had gone to Casadega, the psychic capital of the world, and not gotten some kind of reading, you know? Sure. Um, but I will say that if I had to do it over again, would I have done it once? Yes. Will I ever do it again? No. And here's why. I do believe deep in my heart that it's for entertainment purposes only. And that's just my opinion, you know, obviously. And and there could be other people out there that have some true talent that that maybe I didn't feel like this gentleman had, or at least he didn't have a connection with me to show me that he had some kind of, you know, psychic talent. Right. But, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't have any talent. I don't know. You know, I'm not judging him, but I just, I felt like most of the things that he told me, he probably could have garnered the information from things from the, you know, environment around me at the time when he met me um, and things that I told him Couple, about myself the, in the questioning right phase the beginning exactly he was kind of reading the room a little bit right right um and and i think that i think that's i think that's a gift in and of itself is to you know read about a person and kind of get some intuition intuition about a person based on some of the things that they tell you so um i do think that though that if you go in there expecting someone to give you you know um life-changing some life-changing experience, you may be disappointed. Right. Um, but if you go and you get comfort for it from it, then do it, you know, absolutely. You should do it because if that's, if that's the purpose for you that you're getting comfort, then it's worth it to you. I didn't feel any comfort, um, personally, but I will say that there were times where he said things to me that I was, it, it, it struck a chord with me. Like when he, he's, he was talking about my grandmother, he said, your grandmother wants you to continue to take care of your mom. And he's like, and your mom, he says, he's, your grandmother says you're doing a great job. And so, you know, my mom is like one right. of the most important people right. in my life. So that obviously that hit, right. that hit me. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it wasn't like all of it was, you know, teeing up and missing and striking sure. out you know he definitely struck some chords with me but um but i i do feel like some of it is kind of playing on emotions a little bit a little bit you yeah, know yeah um so so anyway um i will say though that i i did have a great experience with it it I, was a good life experience a i good, felt like, like it was a good life experience something that you could say you've done that probably not a lot of people have done i mean right everybody's driven by those places you see psychic palm reading yeah. and you drive by and you just kind of go you know, okay. Yeah. Never or, would have thought to actually maybe, do it. And you went and did it. Maybe. Because this is, you You drive by them and you go, <laughs> me, Sorry. I drive by them and think, I would really like to try that one day. Like I personally you know what? have always kind of wanted to try it. I would be willing to try it. My thing is dealing with a guy or a stranger, someone who I don't know, yeah. it would just be weird. Like to me, I would make it weird. I don't, I right. could not not make it weird. It just would be right. weird. Yeah. No, I get That's that. That's my thing. Just I get going it. and totally. talking to someone who doesn't know me and Absolutely. all of a sudden they're like. But you can say that about a therapist too. 
you know a dentist a doctor anybody yeah, yeah. i mean that's that's kind of right and and if if going to a psychic that you have a connection to provides some kind of therapy for you <laughs> the man it's worth it i say but um wow but are you getting are you getting real information are you getting maybe some good advice maybe if it's you know somebody who gives good advice but are you getting real information about you know your ancestors that have passed on i, I don't necessarily know that I, that's true. I got a problem with I don't know if there's any sort of predatory aspect to it where people will play on people's fragile state and yeah. then charge them money for it. Right. You know what I mean? I have a big problem with that, that side of it. And I'm sure that happens. Well, I will say, and I haven't told you this yet. Um, I'm hoping you don't have a heart attack in the middle of, <laughs> of our session here, but it was kind of expensive. Was it? <laughs> um, Do I want to know? It was. It was for a half an hour. It was sixty-five dollars. Ah, it's fine. Um, which I think is kind of expensive. Yeah, I mean, personally, I mean, sixty. If I made sixty-five bucks every half an hour, you know, we'd have a pool. <laughs> <laughs> but he's you know? not constantly working. That's he's true. waiting for. It's that's not true. like it's not like no, he's making one hundred and thirty dollars an hour. He's well, and that's, I, I asked, I said, do you, I said, what's your rates? She said it was 65 for half an hour. It was 95 for 45 minutes and it was 120, I think for an hour. Um, so, so that, that, those were some of the prices at Casadega. At this place. At this at the per- hotel. particular place. I, I felt though that if I, if I had to do it again, I felt like it was very expensive, I'm glad I got the life experience, but um, I don't know necessarily know that I got $65 worth of life experience out of it, but I'm glad I did it. For entertainment purposes only, there's a lot of things people do yeah. that they spend money on for yeah. entertainment purposes only. Absolutely. That's true. Going 100%. to a casino and playing blackjack, as long as you it doesn't get out of control, it's funny. It's you, for entertainment purposes only. You say only. that, and my girlfriend and I had that exact same conversation. We seriously had the exact same conversation. It's just like, if you go to a blackjack table and in just, you know, if you have, if you don't have the, you know, if you have the mindset, I'm going for the entertainment value of it. Amount that I'm going to lose is as the, long as you don't let uh, it is the amount ruin your paying. life. Right. right. You know, and I said, yeah, you could say the same thing about a the- the theater. I go to the theater for two hours, can drop $200 on a theater what's a, ticket. What's a Hamilton ticket it's cost? For, yeah, right? exactly. Right. It's, it's for entertainment. So, yep. um, so yeah, absolutely. But all in all, it was a really cool experience. I'm glad we did it. It's one of the more unique things you've done for sure. Absolutely. And to talk about on this podcast. And I mean, I went and got my tarot cards read in the psychic capital of the world. How many people can say that? You can. And you didn't even buy the t-shirt that says the Mayberry. Mayberry meets, meets Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. I know I should have. That's pretty awesome. So yeah. All right. Um, that was fun. Yeah. I'm glad I got to hear all about this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, will I go do this myself? Probably not, but I do want to go check out the town. I want to look around and see the yeah, see the sights. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, it was definitely interesting. All right, so. all right, guys. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast and search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. Another way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through the button that says Support the Show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or click the link that says Become a Patron. It's a more direct way that you can support the show. And don't forget to check out sunshinestateinsider.com and sunshinestateshirts.com. We will see you guys next time.